Hey, hey, hey folks, and welcome to episode 5 of Fascination Street with me, Jimmy Pearson. Um, first of all, I'd like to start off by saying thank you so much to everyone for all the love and support that you've given me uh, for the podcasts. At the moment, I am working on something a lot bigger. I have um, audio interfaces on the way, mixers on the way, proper microphones on the way, so I'm going to take it a little bit bigger. Um, high def webcams and stuff like that so not only will you be able to see me and hear me you'll be able to interact with me as well on the interaction front I do have a Twitter page uh, which is the Fascination Street podcast page official you can find me there you can add bits and pieces anything you'd like to hear or anything you'd like me to cover in the future drop me a line I was going through it yesterday and I saw that a friend of mine had posted this thing and it was from tweepsmap.com and what it does is if you've never used it, you you, you do it and it tells you who's following you, not name-wise, but whereabouts they're following you from. And it turns out that 49% of my new followers are from the US, opposed to only 22 in my native UK. Is that because the phenomenon and things that I talk about are far more known and accepted over there, whereas in the UK there's only a few people that will look at it that it's not such a taboo subject? I mean, if that's the case, if I'm big in America, well, if anyone anyone wants to give me a job, uh, yeah, I'll come over and work in America for you. <laughs> So anyway, as you know, I like to start off with a little story. And the one that I found, uh, which is doing the rounds at the moment, is the US government accidentally exposes strange conspiracy theory documents. Now, this was posted on April the 22nd this year, and the whole article can be found on the Daily Mail online. It's only only a short piece that they've put, because uh, this one was put out by Midnight in the Desert. And it's the US government may have been secretly collecting documents on remote mind control and forced memory blanking, accidentally leaked files suggest. A reporter claims to have been mysteriously sent the proof after filing a request for a different set of information. In what sounds like a plot from the X-Files, they revealed research into bizarre psychoelectronic weaponry. These claims... uh, to use electromagnetic forces to achieve their aims, including inducing intense pain, itching, or even rigor mortis. Mail Online has contacted the parties uh, involved to verify the claims, but has yet to receive a response. That's a bit of a weird one. Um, I don't know. I can't remember. Was it the first Gulf War? Where... Allegedly, the troops surrounded a certain village and they brought out these massive speakers and they just blasted Metallica at them for God knows how long until they finally cracked. Is it, um, is it mind hacking? I mean, we all, we all know for a long time. I mean, even with the coming of these 5G like um, array uh, poles and things like that. I mean, they give off radiation, etc. And I, mean, I don't know—is—is is it all part of that? I mean, can they be 
re-engineered or could they be used for a more sinister kind of more sinister kind of use you know keep the people docile and we're getting that more and more with technology now i mean we we've seen this with the facebook fiasco and everything like that that with everything now there seems to be a certain underlined current which doesn't have everyone's best interests at heart then i i'll let you ponder that one if you've got if you've got anything to add to that please please just drop me a line at fascination street um official on twitter or dm me okay so where am i going with today today is based on a local wood that we have um probably about five miles away from where i live and it is a hive of paranormal activity as teenagers we used to go out there and hang out and go ghost hunting and and it has a very very bizarre atmosphere and you can't really explain it unless you've been there no matter where you go you kind of feel that you're being watched there's even though you're in a big kind of open space in in the woods and that you still feel very very claustrophobic and it's always cold so the place is called oxney bottom and it is situated between uh, my hometown of dover and my wife her hometown of deal growing up we always had stories of this that and the other and i'm going to go into what we've got so basically it's 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 situated between dover and deal um and what i've done is as well is on the podcast page i've actually i'm actually putting pictures to go with where we're at so basically it's it's, it's a hive of paranormal activity and it ranges from uh, the legendary old grade lady which is like she's the don she is the big one um we have ghosts of highwaymen there we have ghosts of monks and also during the night we hear allegedly screams of children if you enter the woods from a crossroad between martin mill and st margaret's you walk down a dirt track and on each side are these really old high trees I didn't realise until a few years ago that it was actually called the lynch and it was used to hang convicts and highwaymen and that one you'll see as picture number two and the lynch is actually highlighted in yellow. That was a bit of a weird one, learning about that. That was a bit like, okay, okay, yes, that's, that's mad. And so... You got to go back to the beginning to know because it's 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 just mad. So Oxney Wood is basically a woodland with just a very very dark past, and over the years it has experienced a massacre, uh, countless highway robberies, and it's also described as one of the most haunted places in Britain. Oxney also has a notorious reputation, and according to local folklore, it began earning its name over 2,000 years ago. It's situated just a couple of miles from the coast, 
and it was near the exact spot that Caesar landed his Roman forces back in 54 BC. There was a small settlement there at the time, and as the Roman army converged and started to make its way inland, they come across Oxney Wood with its settlement. And then there was a massive battle between the Romans and the old British tribe, which were known as the Cantiarchi. And the Cantiarchi got massacred by the might of the Roman soldiers, which is no surprise because, I mean, wow, the Roman soldiers, they were a well-trained, well-drilled unit. In 1192, under the rule of King Richard I, a small settlement began to regrow in Oxney, Oxney Wood. And there was an abbey that was built in a little place nearby called West Langdon. And there was a chapel that was built actually in Oxney Woods. And that was to serve the workers of the estate. So if you can imagine, it'd probably have little wooden outhouses for the workers, probably a kitchen, little place for the monks to sleep and stuff as well. So, But then in, 19, in uh, 1535, the abbey was then dissolved due to the reformation of the church, which was ordered by King Henry VIII therefore leaving Oxney Chapel abandoned and then it was left in ruins. And that's illustrated in pictures 3, 4 and 5. Now, I've been into the woods many, many times and I've found the ruins of the chapel. And again, it's very eerie. There were always rumours growing up during the 70s, 80s, 90s that that chapel was used for satanic rituals. And it wasn't too uncommon for you to walk into the ruins of that church during the daytime and find bits of animal, whether it be skull, whether it be hoof, whether it even be intestines that it was it was very 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 bizarre and i don't know yeah it's it's bad and also a lot of the grave gravestones are actually in the church as well um i don't know whether looking through the pictures you can see that if not i'll add some more later and in the church again it also feels really really cold no matter what time of year it is um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it, how it comes to pass with that being as it was. But as I say, the the rumours of sort of like devil worshipping rituals, etc. You know, they they were very very rife, and obviously seeing things like that that must that must lend credence to uh, to said activity. So anyway, during the 1700s, um, there was uh, a son of an innkeeper, and it was he was either from Dover or Deal. This is now still disputed all this time on between the locals. Um, but he decided to take up a career as a highwayman due to the road uh, passing through Oxney Wood. 
that was really winding and poorly lit. He'd hide behind trees and then jump out at unsuspecting travellers, produce the pistols, rob them at gunpoint. He had quite an illustrious career of doing this, which spanned over a few years, but eventually he was ambushed and caught. After his trial, he was sentenced to death by hanging, and they chose to hang him in the very woods where he applied his trade. Ever since then, even to this day, there is still legends of someone wearing a tricorn hat walking through the woods. In 1737, there was a, a Gothic-style mansion that was built. Uh, there'd always been a settlement there, and there'd always been well-to-do people in the near area. In 1737, this mansion was built, which is in pictures 6 and 7. Towards the First World War, it became abandoned, but then it was used by the military. There was always a small garrison there, the woods were used for training, etc, etc, but then it fell into a state of disrepair and it wasn't within the military's uh, funding for them to repair it. So then it fell into a total state of decay and it was just left abandoned. The most infamous ghost amongst the many at Oxney was the old grey lady. Now this woman, or this legend, this used to terrify us as local children. It Honestly, it was really, really scary. Even the name as a child, you'd just be like, whoa, because the legend in these parts is so big. So the local legend has it that she was either run down and killed by a horse and cart while she was out fetching water, or she was the mother of the highwayman that was hanged and she's out there looking for her child. For decades, people have reported that a lady in a dark grey cloak startling drivers and causing them to crash their cars. On two occasions, one in 1958 and again in 1967, she was reported, and this was also in local newspapers as well, to board the Deal to Dover double-decker bus. And as soon as she got on, she'd go straight upstairs. They'd start driving, and then the conductor would go upstairs to collect her fare. And she was gone. Wow. So there you go. That is the, the local legend of the woods near where I live. As I say, we've been out there many, many times, ghost hunting, and I think there's something out there. And I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite open-minded when it, when it comes to, to anything with the paranormal. I've seen a few things, I've heard a few things. So, just because something is improbable, it doesn't make it impossible.
Anyway, I really hope you've enjoyed this episode of Fascination Street. And again, thank you so much for all the love and support that you guys give me. You're amazing. All the best, and I'll see you at episode number six. Bye.